When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Bag alert, major bag alert. Bag alert, major bag alert. Live mailbag on a Friday. For those of you on YouTube, if you're watching, great to have you. Subscribe to this channel, like the video. If you're listening to the podcast, great to have you there. Don't forget, we got a YouTube and... uh yeah, welcome to the live Friday mailbag. It's all that's what it is. Yeah, we got a YouTube subscribe to the podcast. You guys know the drill. Use our promo codes and keep consuming our content. And send us pictures of your Tito's this weekend. You with Tito's, send us pictures. Do it. Yep. All weekend long. If you're drinking Tito's, sodas, Tito's, cranberries, Tito's, orange juice, Tito's, Arnold Palmer's, aka John Daly's, do it and do it now. Uh no matter when you're consuming this content, know this. On Friday, Adam Schefter tweeted, Jimmy Garoppolo not practicing, All basically all signs point to Trey Lance starting. We did a video about Trey Lance starting, a YouTube-only video about Trey Lance starting that is on YouTube right now, so you can check out our take on Trey Lance coming into his first career start, his first start in over a year, John, his first start in over a year, 53 weeks since he last started. October 3rd, 2020 was his last start. What's officially official? Trey Lance is the name starter. Yeah. Kyle said it. Kyle said it. Yep. Trey All right. Um, we got it. We because we're our schedule is a little off this week. It's time for our lock of the week. Should we do that first or do it last? Uh, let's do it first. Yeah. Mybookie.ag promo code ham one. Get your gamble on. All right. Our lock of the week, John. We've we we have uh, vacillated here between a couple of games. We thought about the Niners plus four and a half, but. Drum roll, please. Announce. We are going with Big Ben Roethlisberger and the struggling Steelers. We just saw value. We didn't want to take a big favorite. There were some Cowboys minus seven against the Giants. It's like the Giants are frisky. Don't want to bet on Trey Lance and really hate him if he also loses us some money. So we just saw team at home, Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater. Steelers going to go one and four. Pick them. Just value. I don't feel great about this, but I do feel like this has a chance to be like 10-10 in the fourth quarter, and we're just in the game, right? This is a $300 bet? $300. Yep. $300. Just put it on, and it pays one-to-one. Feels like there's a lot of there's a lot of action coming in on the Denver Broncos, guy. If you I know. pick them, the, uh, the odds there, a little weird. You, know, you realize when you do a pick them, that's basically a money line, John. That's They got to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to win the game. We just got to win the game. We just got to win the game. And uh, I, I trust – I did – a lot of people were betting on the Steelers last week. If you remember, I remember all the stats of Mike Tomlin 
big underdog or big underdog getting points at home against the Packers, or maybe they were on the road, but after a loss and all these stats that were like bet on the Steelers, like playing the Packers. And what happened? They, they lost pretty easily. Uh, I, I do feel the Broncos are a little different animal because they're not going to be able to score at the same rate. All right. So that's that. Um, what does this mean? Michael on YouTube says Shriners cup, making me want to pound Tito's for lunch and not go back to work. Well, the Shriners, I I might have um, put a live bet today on Kepka. It looked like he was going to die, fly back up the leaderboard. He's minus seven. I got him sixty to one. Put a hundred dollars on it. Now Sam Burns is leading at thirteen under, but uh, a lot of action going on in the Shriners, Vegas. Sam Burns, who uh, watches the uh, watches football in his scorebook. You sent me yeah. that clip. That was very good. Good buddies with Andrew Whitworth, starting tackle for uh, no. Rams. LSU guys stick together. That's uh it's like it's like us Fresno State guys, you know. All right, John, here we go. Mailbag time. This is what you do, people. You go to iTunes, you leave us a review on iTunes. In that review, you leave a question. It would be great if you also just tell us your favorite bar, whatever that is, just for fun. Yeah. We do that. We've been doing that for a while. iTunes review. You can also go to our Facebook page, message us a mailbag question as well. We'll have a few of those at the back end of today's live mailbag. So, John, are you ready? Here we go. Let's do it. It's another bag alert. This is from Carson, 2125. Carson, oops, this is from Carson. Carson says, hey, guys, big fan of the pod. I'm a Ravens fan, but I still make time to listen because you guys are great. Listen, thanks, Carson. That said, what do you think a Lamar Jackson, Kyle Shanahan offense would look like? I feel like Kyle could scheme up some sweet plays, and it could be borderline unstoppable. Thanks. Keep up the great work. I'd say the guy you have coordinating the offense with Lamar Jackson is the type, if you said, hey, you got Lamar Jackson, hey, you got Kyler Murray, hey, Trey Lance. Like, I think Greg Roman is the guy equipped to do that. You know, he took some heat. Once upon a time, a general manager's daughter tweeted, fire Greg Roman. Uh, he also goes by the name of Trent Baalke, and Urban Meyer said he asked Trent Baalke if he could stay in Ohio, even though Urban Meyer works for, uh, or Trent Baalke works for Urban Meyer. But I would choose Greg Roman is to me the ideal coordinator for Lamar Jackson, isn't he? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we could uh, get it much better than that, right? Kyle, Kyle dreams of Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins. He does not dream of Lamar Jackson. I think he reluctantly uh, capitulated to the thought, not the demands, but the thought of what a guy should be in this modern day football. But I think deep down. He still has, uh, you know, a soft spot and a love for uh, the guy in Minnesota. I think if he could trade Trey Lance for Kirk Cousins right now and get his first-round picks, he would do that in a heartbeat, wouldn't he? Trey Lance for Kirk Cousins and two ones? Yeah. And get his two first-round picks back? Yeah. So Trey Lance for Kirk Cousins and two ones. Yeah. Yeah, he would do that. All right, next up, John. This is from G-Wolf 49 He said, John, can we please get a 30- to 45-minute breakdown of what you actually did as a scout during your time in the NFL? I always find it so fascinating. I think it's the area fans usually know the least about when it comes to the front office. If you've already done this, just let me know in the next pod and I'll chase it down. The more behind scenes stuff, the better. We have done this. Yeah, I think we have. We did. Last year, pandemic programming, Haberman and Middlecoff didn't take any time off, just kept putting out material. And we did a, what's it like to be an NFL scout video. Was it of YouTube only or was it also a podcast? I think it was YouTube only, I yeah, think, so but... So go to the YouTube, and um, I, my guess is if you search the word scout, um, there will be uh, – got to go back. Let's see here. I'm just doing it right now just to see if that will work. Yeah, we did a video. 
called How to Become an NFL Scout back on June 30th, 2020. I think our video was more how to become one, like the path to get there, maybe than, you know, on the daily basis of, I, I don't know how exciting it is to just talk about evaluate. You just watch a lot of film of, and depending if you're a pro or college guy, <clears throat> and depending if you're in college, you're driving around from different school to school, but we, we could probably do something on that. Yeah. Then I got my dry cleaning, hopped in the car, and drove eight hours to Eugene. There, but there was a lot of this the two years in the office. Middle cough! And you'd be like, oh, here we go again. How we need you? Middle cough! Oh, how we need you? That's where middle I got my... That's how. That's why we started the show this way. That's why we go, middle <laughs> cough! <That's> how, <laughs> the defensive coordinator's out of pencils! Uh, Randy from New Mexico says, if Jimmy and Trey aren't the answer, what is? Yeah. That's me saying Shanahan's the problem. Get him a GM that'll select players for him. Exclamation point. It's not even really a question. But if Jimmy and this is why we've said this is Trey is what sets the course now for the future of this franchise. Yeah. Obviously. Well, Jim, Jimmy's not the answer. They've they've shown good that. point. You know, if Trey's not, uh, there's no way around it. You have a disaster on your hands mm -hmm. because I, I don't think it's very realistic to assume that they're just going to stumble into like, well, trade didn't work out, but God, they ran into like their version of Kirk Cousins in the sixth round. Like, I don't well, think that's realistic. No, if Trey doesn't work out and Kyle Shanahan, I'm being serious now, if, let's play the scenario out. Trey Lance is not the guy, but Kyle Shanahan remains the coach. Um, then I think Kirk Cousins ends up as the quarterback. The Vikings are one and four right now. Who knows? You know, I don't think, uh, are we going to get to a point where the Vikings are married to Kirk Cousins three years from now? Probably not. The problem, though, is in Kirk Cousins, it's, listen, we've talked a lot about this on the show, and he's a lot better than I think we all thought he was. He does not fix all your problems. No. Right? He's playing out of his ass, and they're getting their, they lose every week. He didn't play that great last week, but you know what I mean. Next up from G Napier. He says, hey, guys, great pod. Never miss a single one. Favorite bar, Giordano Bros in the Mission District of San Francisco. It's a Pittsburgh bar, but I love it for its food and atmosphere. Ooh. You ever been there? Uh, I have not been there. No, I haven't. I honestly haven't spent much time in the Mission District. Have you? Just for tacos, and um, there was there, there was a, a pie shop that was great there. Where would you consider the Mission District? I always kind of think of it as uh, on the like on the other side of um, uh, like when you pass the highway on ramp. What is that market, or maybe that is Mission? No, what is that street? If I, you take Van Ness all the way under the highway and just keep driving. Yeah, That's on all. the other side. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, for those of you who aren't in the Bay Area, ignore that. By, by third, where the Giants play, and you just keep on going that way, right? Tor, tor no. like South San Francisco. Uh Oh, yeah, I guess because it's not on a square grid. Yeah, if you went south from there. Yeah. I was thinking of it if, if you're on Van Ness and just drove towards the highway like you used to. And, and just, just keep, keep on going, going right under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, he says, questions. Kyle Shanahan overrated as a head coach. See, we're getting a lot of these. I know Niner fans will hate me for saying this, but I'm really not that impressed with him. All his players get hurt. The offense looks less than ideal in my eyes. For being an offensive guru, I'm often disappointed as a fan. Everyone gives him excuses due to QB play and injury, but I think uh, that is overplayed at this point. He has incredible talent on the offensive side of the ball. Jimmy and Trey should be more than serviceable to put up seven points against Seattle's defense in the first half. Thoughts? P.S. I'm writing this review rather drunk coming from Niners game three at Levi's. So excuse any misspellings or grammatical errors. Puesto was bomb. He had some Puesto at the game. Levi's, Puesto, go get Puesto. 
wherever you are, Southern California, Santa Clara, or uh, Concord. We love that. I think I'm going to take my mom there tomorrow, actually, for lunch. It's a great idea. Concord location? Yeah, Concord locations. Uh, <clears throat> is Kyle overrated as a head coach? I don't. Right now, I would say no. Yeah, I, I do think he's having a bad year, and that's well-established. Uh, we've talked about that on this show. Clearly, a lot of fans think that. I think it's natural when your team doesn't play well. We talk about it all the time. It's a coaching league, and ultimately, you're responsible. You are responsible when the guy drops a ball, you know, on the kickoff return, and then he's still on the team. Like that is a reflection. Like they didn't do anything with that guy. He's still on the team. He's going to play this week, I would imagine. Like that's so. If he fucks up again, like even though Kyle doesn't necessarily like, obviously he's not coaching up the special teams. Like let's say hypothetically, forty nine cannon tie game 14-14, second half, mid third quarter. Kyler just scores, tie it up. They kick it off to him. He fumbles, and Arizona gets the ball back at the 20-yard line and then score, take the lead. They end up winning like 28-24. to 24. That's on the coach. That's on the head coach, right? Yep, like, that's on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and so to me, there is more, and we talk about this a lot. Once you get the level of juice he got, like it took a couple years for to me for McVay to get like what he has now. Like McVay's in complete control. Everyone answers to him. Kyle had that from the jump. But once, you know, the team is so shitty, we just kind of judge him like, the offense is cool. You, he is unbre- now he gets credit and blame for everything that happens on Sunday. Now, I will say, I was watching College Game Day both back when Ole Miss this last Saturday it was like an interesting story. Get your popcorn ready. And uh, they did this feature on Matt Corral. No, not the Lane popcorn. And Matt was talking about how uh, the turning point was when he threw five interceptions in a game. And Lane said, you're still my guy. You can go the other way, right? Cannon has a good game, and it's like, hey, coach had my back. Coaches do that all the time. When other people want them gone, coach kind of says, no, this guy's fine. I'm sticking with him, right? That's either wh- whether you do something or don't do something, you're making a decision. I'd put I saw I saw a headline that uh, once Lane got to the sideline and put on his headset, he chimed into his offensive coordinator and was like, uh, I might have just said something stupid. We better score some points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, John, this is from Todd. He says, loves the show. I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard Raider fan. That's how I found you, actually. Not trying to hate on your Niner content, know thy enemy type of thing, but an attempt to at least cover the Raiders more in-depth than you currently do would be greatly appreciated. That being said, my question is even without an extension just yet, and as I see it, Gruden is not... Uh, that being said, my question is even without an extension just yet, and as I see it, Gruden not having a better option at this point, can we put to bed the narrative that Gruden isn't sold on Derek. The guy said no to Brady, for God's sake. Can we put to bed the narrative that Gruden isn't sold on Derek? That, but that to me, that narrative died. It's like no one even talks about that narrative anymore. Now it's just, is Derek good enough to be like a star quarterback? It's kind of the narrative we're at now. Well, yeah, I mean, that narrative came up this offseason. Well, they don't. the because, contract is still kind of floating around out there, right? But, yeah. But, I mean, you, Russell, he was on the list of teams Russell wanted to play for. Yeah, that's true, too. So, yeah, I mean, I think you can be sold on Derek, and if Russell Wilson calls and is like, I want to play for you guys, then you think about it. But a lot of teams, and this is where Brady kind of got pissed off, a lot of people told Brady, like, no, we're not interested. Well, <laughs> and I would say even in the case of Russ, like, if Derek goes on to be a top seven type quarterback this year, and Russ is, like, number three, but it costs you two ones to get Russ, then you might stick with Derek. Well, to, to me, the the conversation this offseason is going to be, 
Are they going to give Derek a massive extension? I think they are. Yeah. What, 140 million don't or you? something. You know, I I don't think if you told me they wanted to just play it out, I mean it depends do they make the playoffs? Do they make the playoffs and get boat raised? Do they if they win a playoff game and he's good, it's a lock, but Yeah. You just got a lot of season left. Yeah. You know? Now, now he has here's the thing. They have an asset on their hands, right? So even if they wanted to pivot ever, he's very tradable. Uh, but he is not cheap, right? It it would change the landscape of the way the moment you give him $38 million, I think he'd be judged a lot differently than the way he gets judged now. It's like he's playing really well, but he's only worth $21 million, and you're able to kind of – that's an extra $18 million of salary cap space, right? Derek, I would say – Minus the quarterbacks on rookie contracts, you'd probably say Lamar Jackson, the 32nd overall pick, you know, these last three years. Best value in all football, right? I mean, Lamar probably makes like yes, $2 million a agreed. year. I would say Derek has to be one of the best values in all of sport, any position. How about Tom we, Brady never like maxing out his contract in New England? He would probably be one, but I, I would I would imagine if we did a true, true breakdown, like like DK Metcalf's probably high, right? He makes like eight hundred grand, but I bet Derek, relative to quarterbacks, he's probably one of the better deals given his production in the league. Yeah, Herbert probably. Josh Allen was a good deal. Yeah, Josh Allen's a good deal. Um, Mahomes like, yeah, he makes forty, still a good deal. <laughs> Mahomes, who by the way, now somebody pointed out to me, oh, they do a lot of those push passes by the goal line. That go his passes, but they really runs. Mahomes is 73%, John, and on pace, I look today, for 60 touchdowns this year. So always like, oh, can Herbert be the MVP? Can Carr be the MVP? Is Kyler the MVP? It's like, well, are we going to look up and the even with their awful defense, they're like, you know, what would they be probably? What do you think? 12 and 6, maybe? Or, sorry, 12 and 5. And he's 73% and 60 touchdowns. Like, well, give it to Mahomes. If Mahomes throws 60 touchdowns, yeah, he's going to win the MVP. Uh, next up, this is from Deceld. Mailbag. Give Gabe Kapler his flowers. GM uh, favorite, League, place, favorite place to watch the game, American Dream and Corvallis. Father-in-law went to a Beaver game with me, and he walked into American Dream and said, they have Tito's. This must be a good place. Question for the mailbag. At what point does John give Kapler his flowers this year? Been bagging on Kapler all year based on what I assume was his rep coming from Philly. Farhan's the CEO, but Kapler deserves a lot of credit. For steering the 107 win ship, he'll be runaway manager of the year. Hashtag Hampod. Well, do you think like let's let's just pivot to Dave Roberts when he pulled out Max Scherzer the other night in the game? I, I think it was the fifth inning, and every two guys on they had an out, and you could tell Max was didn't have his A stuff, but it's like Bochi would never have pulled him out in that spot. Do you think that is Dave Roberts' call, or do you think are they able to communicate that from the front office? Uh, how, how does that work? I don't think they communicate it. I think they have an idea of like, you know, when might be a good time to make changes. I think a lot of that can be mapped out. Clearly, I I, I didn't think it was insane because I thought they were kind of teetering on it turning into a Garrett Cole start because Scherzer wasn't great either. Um, he had just got a strikeout and though. he hadn't been great. Like 10 or last out. 10. I know. I'm just saying like to me, it felt like it could become the Garrett Cole start if they don't get him out of there fast enough. So I think that's partly gut, but I, I do think they have a pretty good idea. Going into that game, they knew he hadn't been good. So it wasn't a surprise to them when he didn't have his best stuff. So I bet they were kind of – I'd be surprised if they weren't a little prepared for that. 
Well, like tonight, for example, the we're recording this uh, middle of the day on Friday. The lineup just came out. Lamont Wade Jr. is in the starting lineup. Now, they're facing Bueller, so obviously he plays righties. But, like, Gabe Kapler does not set the lineup. Do we agree there? Yeah, that's not some, like, I looked in Lamont's eyes tonight. No. That's, no, but I know. Yeah, so it's like, I, I just, like, listen, is Gabe, as he steered the ship, but I just don't give him credit for making these moves because I think Farhan fucking, I give Farhan every single flower. I give Gabe zero. I also just don't like the guy. So it's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to, it's weird. I, I, I Giants are like one of the last teams that I have an emotional connection to, truly. Like, I, I get joy. I always did. It's it's This year, I'm a little torn. Like, I, I, I love Lamont Wade Jr. I love the Giants. I, I just do not like Gabe Kapler. So I don't think I can pivot, guy. It's a tough. No, you might as well ride it out now. And if they don't win the World Series, you can blame them. But all I need is like if Dave Roberts or just some random guy was their manager, I would be all in. I, I might have gone to the game tonight. You know, the interesting thing about them is like so much discussion has been about the size of their coaching staff and the fact that like players like Brandon Crawford say the way they coach me has made me better. You know, which you don't get, you don't hear that a lot with baseball, even though it's true. Clearly worked. So I'd give the assistant coaches that are making 45 grand flowers. Flowers. Everyone gets their flowers. Put some respect. Julian says, put some respect on that name, Mac Jones. Oof. Should have drafted the young stud. I'm not going there yet. You see see some of his advanced stats? Not throwing the ball very far. They're not scoring points. I think we get a lot of, he's gotten more credit for just, He's calm in the pocket. Yeah, but is it working? Like he's like he threw nineteen straight completions. They were all within four yards of the line of scrimmage. Well, one thing I think we've learned. And again, I'm, it, I'm not. I'm not. I like Mac Jones infinitely more than like Gabe Kapler. I don't think. No, he but sucks. the point is, is when you're drafting high, it's not about what is the person in year one. It's can they become the top five type quarterback, top ten type quarterback. Which was, wouldn't you say, for Bill? Like Bill was obsessed with trying to be competitive. Right now, he yeah. doesn't give a shit about seven years from now. Yeah. Uh, great show. This is from Mully. Been following Middlecoff since the 2016 season when the Raiders made the playoffs. I'll, here's, I'll add a little note. Didn't finish the season doing Raiders postgame that year, John. Guy only made it past week one. They won that week, though. Walk-off two-point conversion, right? Crabtree? And then he did the sniff. Is that smell in his fingers? What's that thing? Or yeah. Or in his mouth? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on hunting? I know you guys said to leave questions that could be non-sports related. Also, uh, so I've all, also always wondered your point of view on hunting. I've never like, been hunting. I shot, uh, you you hunt or have hunted. I shot uh, some uh, clay pigeons a few months ago for the first time and loved it. And I've uh, been doing some shotgun research since, but you've hunted, right? You hunt. Do you yeah, hunt? I mean, I came, from, I came from a home of, we had way more guns in my home than people. I mean, my dad was a big hunter. Though my parents were a little older, so when I was born, my dad was, you know, I think like forty two or forty three, and when, by the time I got ten, his all his friends were big hunters. He told me he just got bored of killing Bambi, uh, so he still he was he was much more into fishing. But my little brother, who actually kind of retired from hunting too, just because it is you know when you bird hunt, it's very it's it's pretty early <laughs> and it's cold. Uh, but we have, you know, bird dogs, like our labs went to hunting school, so they're made for it. I, I'm not really that into it, uh, but I am, I'm a pro gun, like I'm not anti-guns or anything, even though I don't like have one in my home, but I, I grew up around it. And I have a gun safe. I don't have yeah, a gun. We have several. I, I remember, it's funny, this question came up, I was just thinking about it the other day. Uh, 
my mom, I was born in Israel. My mom's family still lives there and grew up on what's called a kibbutz. Basically, the short version of the story is the, the, the citizens um, take turns guarding the front gate. And I remember in the kids, in like the playroom in my grandparents' house one day, just opening up the closet. And there was an Uzi just hanging on the wall. That was part of, you know, that was the that was the gun my grandpa would grab on his way out the door. One thing I will say this. Guard the gate. Like, I know, like, you know, where we, you know, in the Bay Area now, I think guns obviously have a negative connotation. The hunters, you know, that I grew up around and they're still family friends and people that I'm close with, their respect for the animals, like, they treat the animals and they view the animals with kind of like a surfer does a shark with a great deal of reverence. Like, they, they do not look down upon the animal that they're killing. Well, especially the people that, like, use, you know, use every bit of the eat and fur and... I mean, everyone that I grew up around that were big hunters all ate the things they killed. Uh, next up, this is from ZT West. Please rank the 2020 and 2021 teams that took a QB in the first round of their respective draft based on how you feel about each team being happy with their pick and the future of their teams with that QB under center. So, 2020, Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love... 2021, Mac, Trey, Zach, Trevor, Justin. Also, if we say 50% of first-round QBs end up as bust, who would you say is trending in that direction? So I think the happiest team with their pick is is the Chargers. Like, the Bengals love their guy. But can you be any happy? Like, I think you're a little happier when you got a deal, kind of, you know? And the Chargers kind of got a deal. I think I would put the Chargers number one on the happy list. Well, the Chargers got the luckiest looking back, right? They just got extremely lucky. They got a guy who, I mean, I is it crazy to think the Chargers could win the AFC this year? Nope. It's not, so it's like they got now. I I do think the Bengals are ecstatic with Joe Burrow, yes, but they, they did take they took him one. I'm just saying you they're know? not happier than the Chargers. Yeah, they're not. I, I would agree there. I but I would put those two as easily of all this list by far the happiest. I would say they're probably the only two that are... Don't even think about questioning anything? Yeah, I don't think the Jags question anything with Trevor. They shouldn't, but their life right now is not happy. Um, I think he might question, should I have demanded not to come here? You're right. Like that was, did you see that? I think Eli did a podcast because I saw some quotes come out saying like he defended that he said it was not my dad pushing me not to go to the Chargers. It was my choice. And he's like, I really thought, me and my agent, Tom Conn at the time, the organization sucked. And he's like, looking back, obviously, you know, I I didn't go there. The way it all played out, them getting Rivers, had Drew Brees, it all worked out for him. I think in that draft, they ended up getting Sean Marion too. It's like, it really did. And they became a very successful organization, right? I think the perception at the time, and really from like 15 to or I mean, 05 to the last 15 years, the Chargers had a lot of good teams and were a lot of in a lot of competitive teams and a lot of teams even that missed the playoffs, but they were solid. Like they were not a joke organization. But Eli, I think, made the best decision, right? He ended up in New York. It changed his life. He ended up winning some Super Bowls. I do wonder, now Trevor, you know, the Mannings were such a prominent fan. By that point, Peyton was a star in the league and, you know, Eli was going to be the number one pick. What if Trevor Lawrence would have demanded, like, I want to go to the Niners? Like, that's the only fucking place I want to go. Would have been smart on his part. Now, I mean, Burrow is finding a way to deliver in Cincinnati a little bit of respectability. Now, 
they've actually had Cincinnati's had much more success than Jacksonville has as an organization. They are not in the same category in terms of like recent organizational just ability. Like Mike Brown's been the executive of the year. Say what you want about him. Like Marvin Lewis was taking them. Think how many for, think how many Pro yeah. Bowlers and good players they've had. Joe Burrow for all the Burrow shouldn't go to Cincinnati where he's from. Better organization than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Um, the other guys is just impossible to tell. Yeah, I don't know that you could be like. I Jordan think you'd Love. have to like actually talk to Robert Sala, Kyle Shanahan, and who knows what they'd say. Like in a really private conversation, the things that they may not even say to like three other people. And, and I, I and I'd argue this: whatever they would tell you, you know, in the heat of the moment, four or five weeks in, it's it would be probably even unfair to get like an answer that's going to age. You know how like people go like this tweet aged well? Like they're what they think right now could dramatically change in eighteen months, right? Good or bad. Yep. Butcherbox.com/slash/ham and another special deal: free for a year. You get salmon chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, next up, Moostradamus mailbag question. Heard you guys take on Urban Meyer going viral, but I have a theory and a question. Did Urban put himself in that position on purpose to get fired? He looked miserable there since the preseason. I doubt he wants to be viewed as a quitter. Instead, just someone who made a mistake and will have, quote-unquote, learned from it when he takes another college coaching job. Uh, I don't know. You know it, I, I, I'm a little Urban Mired out. I, to be completely honest, like I'm just over mired out. Like here, I just here's this guy's my a bad NFL coach. Is he going to get fired at the end of the year? Maybe. Like I, that to me, regardless what happened at his bar in Columbus, Ohio. If you told me right now, percentage chance you think Urban Meyer is the coach for the Jacksonville Jags in 2022, I'd probably put it like under 60. percent I think it's much lower than that. And I don't because, know, fire, quit, I, I don't, you know, who knows, well, but I would say it's on the table. I don't think he wants to be there. And I don't think they're going to win a lot of football games. So at the end of the year, I think they're both going to realize, if they're both, if he's still there, this is not working. Again, I don't think he wants it anymore, John. I don't think he wants to be the Jags coach. Now, you don't just walk away from a bunch of money, but if you were the Jags, you'd go, <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to make him coach because you don't want to fire him and pay him. But I don't think he would stay just for the money if he doesn't want to be there. I think they come to an agreement at some point. I, and he's not I, the coach anymore. I would probably lean with I think it's. I think the percentage on that is high. Now, look, I, I as it relates to this situation, he and Shelly might have an open relationship. I, I don't know what they're doing. Like you said the other day, who knows? But if they were to have an open relationship, he wouldn't go to like, you know uh, – Bussing with the boys and announce it and not care because it's just a dis- at minimum it's a distraction, right? Yeah. Urban wouldn't do like HBO Real Sports. I'm in an open relationship. Like they just it's, it's well people in open is- relationships don't tell other people that. No, right? you just go to an adults only vacation in the Dominican and everyone knows the code, which is want to grab dinner. That's it. Yeah. According to from, somebody from, who just came from back from a vacation in the Dominican and told me all that. about it. I I do think like I'm not. You know, depending on who you believe, manifesting and you gravitate toward, you know, what you like and what you don't like. I do think people are kind of naturally drawn to each other. I do think just open relationship people just run into other open relationship people without going to fucking swinging parties. No, but I just can't. I, I got a haircut on fr- on Thursday. My barber just got back from a trip to the Dominican, and he told me we went to a resort, all-inclusive, no kids. He's like, people are just coming up to us like in the pool. Like, hey, you guys want to grab dinner tonight? He's like some 60-year-old dude and his girlfriend that's half her age. He's like, I said to my, I said to the guy, he's like, the girlfriend's like hugging my wife in the pool. I said to the guy, like, wow, she's friendly. He's like, Yeah, she's beautiful too, isn't she? He's like, it was nuts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And he I said he looked at his wife and she was like, Don't even, don't even no, no chance. I don't even think normal people. And which is the large percentage of us in normal human relationships, whether it's a girlfriend or marriage, can relate. I don't know how what their percentage is, but they live a life that is so foreign to anything that goes on inside of our walls. Besides, maybe it comes up in a conversation loosely. Once it gets serious, you get that eye. Like, I swear to God, you take one more step, I'm going to fucking blast you like I'm on SEAL Team 6. <laughs> John, Barbara told me he they met a girl, a woman, who had traveled to the resort alone. Yeah, and, I think people do that. And and was like, uh, good looking. you guys want to grab dinner? He said, very good looking. You guys want to grab dinner? 
He said, no, but I, we met a guy the other night. He's single. He's here. And she's like, I'm looking for couples. <laughs> what, what, do you have the resort's name? I don't. <laughs> I can get it for you, though. Next up. So, so this guy, this guy is in a serious, like this guy's not in an open relationship. He was, no. he was stunned by the yes. amount of people. Yes. <laughs> uh, good, good looking guy. Yeah. But just yeah. good looking, good looking dude. Yeah. Athlete. Uh, TJ LG. Great show. Uh, love all the NFL golf content. Favorite bar char bar in Kansas city. Booze, barbecue, outdoor party games. You ever been there? No. Char bar. Uh, my question, do you think places like Seattle and Kansas City are overhyped for these uh, these days for home field advantage? Seems like every year now, some mid-level team just walks in and beats the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Missed the days of the 90s when the ref flagged the crowd for too much noise against Elway. Do you think the crowd will affect Josh Allen Sunday night? Because I doubt it. They flagged the crowd. I don't remember that either. Never heard that, I never heard that story. I feel like if that Should have really flagged happened. Elway for all the head bobbing. <laughs> What about his like little steps back the way he the way he uh, went to the pocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old school <laughs> drop back. How do guys do that? I don't know. I I would say that uh, I I just think it's it's the it's pro football. You know, it's it's pro sports in general. It's not that crazy to win on the road, even if like you can go six and two at home or now that the nine games like you can still lose to a bad team. Yeah, right? I, I just wonder. Like the three game, three points for being on the road stuff, you know, three points for being at home, which I still think is right because the travel and I mean, it's just it feels right. Right. But like, does it eventually like Arrowhead? I don't I haven't thought about all the stadiums. Is it kind of the minority? Like as you get more stadiums like Dallas and Levi's and where it's all about luxury suites and not about, you know, it's about getting uh, uh, selling $18 hamburgers, which is fine. Like make your money, but it's not about, it's just bleacher seats and beers and make as much noise as possible. Does home field advantage loot? Does it just slip just a little tickets get more expensive? People are just hanging out in the fantasy lounge. I, I, see, what you're think, I, see, I see what you're saying. I think there's something to that. I, I think a large part of it is not even just the noise, because even a rich guy will make some noise. Mm-hmm. I do think it has more. You don't sleep in your own bed. You're traveling. Yeah. And, and some people say, regardless of the sport, it's sometimes easier to focus. Like the Niners, for some reason, yeah. are much more successful on the road than they are at home. I know. Yeah. They're I, not I winning it. lately at home, the Niners, for whatever reason. Uh, here's a few YouTube ones, John. This, I mean, a uh, uh, Facebook. This comes from Jason, who screenshotted the conversation with his wife. It says, he says, John Daly is Arnold Palmer with Tito's. She says, oh, I'm going to need 100 of those. The resort better have Tito's. I wonder if they went to the Dominican. Uh, I literally never cared what I drink, but now I'll never not drink Tito's. I'm a changed woman. Does this feel like a, um, a planted conversation, or is that real? Yeah, that doesn't feel real. Changed woman, John. Anyway, he said she tried Tito's for the first time last week, and I told her I heard it about it on a podcast. Do you guys have an issue with the wide nine is the question from Jason. Uh, I hear uh, other writers and analysts do, and their argument is that it didn't work in Philly or San Francisco, but I'd argue both those teams got to the Super Bowl. We've talked about this a little this year in terms of run lanes, right? I, th- I think their problem is that defensive line men or not, if you have the wide nine with DeForest Buckner, Armstead, a healthier Ford, and Bosa, you're going to kick it. If your wide nine is Fletcher Cox, right, Hargraves. Cabin. Yeah, I mean, you said sweet dudes, you'll be fine. To me, it's very personnel dependent, right? That, to me, the issue is not. Like, the wide nine is flawed, 
but it works really well when you have the right players. Like, Armstead's clearly a little beat up right this season. He's missed a bunch of practices and been game time decisions or whatever. D4 does flash every once in a while, like last game. You know, he he makes, I know he get jumps off sides, but. Yeah, lines up off sides. Couldn't you, couldn't you live with a lineup off sides if he's going to get you two sacks? I mean, yeah, you would take it, but like, how does this keep happening? We need a get back guy that doesn't get back the sideline. Get back D! Well, because you're trying to beat the guy to the corner. So you're just trying to get that extra little advantage. And let's face it, in fairness to D, in fairness to D, you are talking probably six inches. I'm just saying the corner maybe adds some responsibility for the corner on his side. Yeah, true. Bradley on uh, Facebook. Maybe you guys can use this for the mailbag. Obviously, we can bury the guys coming out of the draft quarterback-wise, saying there's no clear number one caliber pick. Last time something like this occurred, he's talking about this upcoming class, draft class. Last time something like this occurred was 2017 with Mahomes, Watson, Trubisky. Can you see where guys go later, like pick 10 through 15, but have good careers because they go to solid organizations like Pittsburgh or Denver? If I'm a QB, wouldn't you rather be somewhere where it's a solid foundation at pick 10 than a hopeless mess at one or two? Yes. Yes. Although I will say Deshaun Watson, although he wasn't viewed as like Trevor Lawrence, he was a cha- like a repeated championship contender for Clemson, right? Like there is not a there is not even have that Watson in college, year. not even close. Yeah, yeah. There I, was a I debate just, about whether he was good enough to be like a top, you know, ten pick, but there's not even that guy with his college resume. It right? feels like there's Mitch Trubisky's in this class. Mahomes is a, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to even use him as an example. I don't even know. I, I don't even remember saying the word Patrick Mahomes before <laughs> Ed, during the draft. Do you? Do you remember saying Patrick no, Mahomes not really, before he got no. to the NFL? I no. don't. He might be an all-time outlier because even like the following drafts. One thing that hurts a little draft coverage right now, and I just feel even some of my interest in college football, the fucking quarterbacks don't exist. We've had we've been pretty lucky these last couple of years. There were like. Five of them a class for three straight years, and honestly, it might have been all because of Mahomes. Well, uh, what do you mean it was because of Mahomes? Well, I'm just saying, like he's just like, God damn, these quarterbacks you just oh. keep an eye on everybody. But no, I, but wasn't part of it. Like we had Alabama had back to back really famous quarterbacks. One of them went to Oklahoma, so he was famous. Like we are in a year where Clemson and Alabama have now turned over to new quarterbacks. Last year, Mac Jones was they turned over into Mac Jones, and they were dominant. He was draft eligible. We are in a year where you just don't have. Clemson, Clemson had Alabama, a couple. Ohio State had fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, so those, Joe, Joe Burrow, even Oregon with Herbert. Remember, he played Auburn. It was like, could he make the championship? Could they be a playoff team? We're still waiting These, on Harbaugh's guy. Uh, well, guy, I watched some of. I know, I know. Think you're talking about this guy? His guy right now, McNamara, not a pro. <laughs> God, I mean, Jim, Georgia, can you find a guy with a decent arm? Guy, George's Georgia. quarterback right now, Andy Bennett Jr. or whatever. Uh, uh, so, Bennett. Bennett uh, Stenson, Stenson Bennett. That's a Bennett, yeah. He was an Ivy Stenson. League guy who went to junior college because I Googled him the other day because I'm like, what's this guy's deal? Because I've seen him in pads a couple times. I'm like, this guy does not look like a pro. Ivy League guy, JC guy, and he just, to me, I don't know, man. He's just not a pro. He's, he's like a poor man's version of A.J. McCarron. Uh, finally, John from Jay, really enjoy your podcast. I also enjoy my Tito's from Costco. Feels like I'm okay. stealing. It's always such a good deal. It anyway, is. I'm a huge Niner fan, born and raised from L.A. because of Steve Young. So my question, how many friends do you have that are Niner slash Dodger fan? That is a weird combo. If I go to a Giants-Dodger game, should I wear my Dodger blue hat? Oh, my Dodger blue and a, and a Niner hat? Love the pod. Subscribe to the YouTube. Much love. Keep up the good work. 
You know what I've never understood? The like, how dare you wear a split Giants A's hat? Like, I, I get it. I get how people like, you can't, you pick a side. But like, there are some people who just, eh, they just, they opened up the newspaper back in the day. Like, oh, what was the Giants score today? And then you know what they did? Like, oh, what was the A's score today? Oh, cool. I, yeah, wear your Dodger blue and a Niner hat. Absolutely. Wear that. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand. The just split hat, you hate that? Well, the guy the guy doing that is not a diehard, typically. Right, which is, <laughs> a, not everybody's yeah. a diehard. Yeah. There's nothing, yeah. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's sports. Even though, you know, things get a little dicey, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. That's why you wear the Niner hat. It's like, no, 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 I'm one of you. And the Dodger <laughs> shirt, no, 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 I'm one of you. You know? Yeah. My, my cousin's on the team, man. That, that's what I would always say. My cousin's on the team. Okay, my cousin's on the team. How about Juan Soto going to the wild... Uh, that was cool. Going to the wild card game and his hitting coach wearing a Nats jersey. That was Trey cool. Turner and Max Scherzer jersey. Did that you see really they, cool. they showed him on the Jumbotron? They boo. He gets up, turns around, goes like this. They all cheer. That to me. Because at first it was like, is Juan Soto wearing a Juan Soto jersey? That, which I thought too. And I'm like, good for Juan Soto. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you all see who he was there with? Scott Boris. Does Scott Boris have a client? That doesn't have like $300 million potential. How much money is Juan Soto going to get? Is that not tampering in some weird way? <clears throat> I would, Juan Soto's got to be a Scott Boris guy, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you imagine his contract is going to be astronomical? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's, what is he, 22? You see the pictures of Max after they won? That was, I mean, playoff baseball so awesome and him hitting the home run. Like, that was pretty cool. Chris Taylor. How could anyone not want Giants Dodgers? Like I Giants Cardinals? Like Cardinals are cool. Incredible, you know, one losing season guy since two thousand. I looked it Amazing. up. Amazing. How Steelers. about the guy? How I about actually Google the, the Steelers, the, same thing. How about the guy they got uh, Patrice O'Neill, Tyler O'Neill, who looks like uh Mark McGuire from the waist up? Yeah. He looks like a he looks like a, a Boone brother, but like Brett Boone clone. It's like, is this yeah. 2002? Where did that guy come from? With the pants that were ultra tight, the, the just the buffness and the spitting and the tats. I feel like there's a lot of dudes that look pretty sweet now. You see Aaron Boone, his comment after the Yankees loss, he's like, it's it's, it's obvious. The league is caught up to us. It's like, bro. <laughs> but you realize sometimes if you coach for the Yankees or like the Cowboys like I, or Bama, you know, even if you're not winning at all, you would just think like, yeah, we're just better than everybody else. <laughs> All right. Good mailbag, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Again, if you... Camera keeps going out of focus. Um, Trey Lance video. He's starting. That video is out. Go watch it on YouTube. That's a YouTube-only video. So that's our uh, take. And we will be back live on YouTube with the podcast Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Thanks for hanging, y'all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.